Welcome to the Crux Podcast and Sermon of the Week. For more information about the Crux Ministries and Summit Church, please visit us at summitsanmarcos.com. So, so good, right? Oh, man, it was awesome. And so I, I absolutely love him. Love his ministry, support his ministry, Breaker Ministries, if you ever want to go on and find it. Um, but he he actually, for those who don't know, he ran Crux for years. He was my college pastor for like seven or eight years while I was here, right? It was awesome. So we love having him back. So, but the point is, I missed you guys. It's so good to see you. Um, tonight, though, we have uh, another guest speaker. So... I'm not speaking again. What in the world? Wow. Okay. For those who don't know, this is Michaela and Dakota. We haven't seen them in a while. They were part of the Crux team here for a long time. Wow. That just, we just unplugged everything for a minute, guys. See, this is what family does, right? We stop and say, hey, guys, what's up? What are you guys doing here? Just hanging out, okay? Great. Well, they live on the other side of America, and uh, they were part of Crux for a long, long time. So, good to see you guys. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get the guest speaker up here, and then come. Let's, just, and then we'll just leave, and we'll go hang out. Okay. So, <laughs> right. All right. I love these guys. I absolutely love them. So, but hey. You know who else I love? The guest speaker tonight. So this guy, uh, we weren't planning on it, but then we had some stuff happen, and he flew into town, and I said, you're here for a week. We got to have you speak at Crux. I love what this man carries. Yeah, you don't need an introduction. Just come on up, right? Okay, this is my brother, Josh Jensen. Here, is this, is this on? Can you, is that on? Getting it on. What's up? Oh, get one for mom. Here we go. We're like, Mom, we took that live in front of people, right? And so, uh, anyway, love this man, what he carries. He is out with YWAM, Youth with a Mission. Um, he lives out in Kona, Hawaii. It's awesome, right? It's with, I've had a lot of stories about being in YWAM. That's the organization he's still with. He's been with them for about 10 years now, right? Which is crazy, 11 years, years, something like that, right? Years. He has the two most beautiful kids in the world. They're not the best. Lying. Yes, not lying. it's true. They're the best niece and nephew there Check are. Check out my right? wife's Instagram. Yep. You'll cry yourself to sleep with happy it's tears. A, it's true. Yeah, it's true. You will. I do. I do. You'll pray. So, <laughs> so we're also, cute. we also They're sound adorable. very similar um, when yeah. we're talking. When we preach, though, you'll see it's very different because um, there's just different things in our life, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 Cool. I was wondering uh, where you were going to go with that. I didn't have any word. Yeah, I know. So. It's funny. <laughs> All right. It's very different. It's, it's very different. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. It's very true. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> this is so great. This never happens. I'm just so happy he's in never town, happens. right? And so, um, anyway, he carries an amazing anointing from the Lord. Um, and mm. he, uh, basically out there in Kona, he trains, you know, missionaries. He sent, him and his wife has sent out over a thousand missionaries. Uh, I heard her say that. That's where I'm pulling that number from. Yeah, so something like that. It might be true. So, so, but anyway, and now, no, I'm just going to keep talking. <laughs> so now, <laughs> so now he's doing amazing things and, uh, they're just doing uh, absolutely awesome. So you're going to get super blessed tonight. And are you guys ready? Yeah. 
Yeah, so stretch out a hand. Lord, we thank you so much for my brother, Josh. I thank you, Lord, though, for the ministry he has, the ministry he carries, and what he does. God, I ask tonight that there would be an impartation coming right from him into our hearts, God, and that we'd all uh, like not just learn something in our heads, but that we would catch something in our hearts tonight, God, and that it would change our lives. Yeah. I thank you for him, and bless him, Lord, in your name. Amen. So give it up for Josh. Yeah, hey, guys. Um, yeah, I think I was here last year with um, some of you guys who might have been here last time. <laughs> So, oh, did I? Yeah, probably the kids, huh? Uh, yeah, my kids are cute. I wish we could monetize it because I'd be so rich if I could. They are just that cute. It's amazing. Um, we get shout-outs every restaurant we go to. Like, if there's a guy playing a piano at a restaurant or a guitar, he will call out my daughter every time, like, guaranteed. <laughs> and, like, this song's for you, little girl over there. That's just so cute. Happens all the time to us. It's kind of funny. Um, we're like over it now that we're like, yeah, I know we're eating. Thanks. <laughs> it's just funny. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's just funny, but, um, yeah. Hey guys. Uh, so fun to be here. I love being at summit. I don't know if any of you guys saw my wife and I, uh, here on Sunday, but we are here and it's always a blast. Um, we came on this trip, um, totally last minute. We were not planning to come last Monday. We booked our tickets. We flew out Thursday and then we didn't even book round trip. We just booked one ways because we just had to get on a plane. And then I just booked tickets back last night. So I guess we're leaving, <laughs> but we, always, we never want to. But uh, we just love being with Summit. We love being with you guys. I love Daniel and Teresa and Taylor and the whole fam that's here. It's so fun. So um, you guys are really lucky. You guys have a really awesome family to be a part of, really awesome church family. So it just feels like a, an epic family hangout every time I'm here, and um, it doesn't feel like that at every church, so it's just so fun. You guys also just all feel like YWAMers. Like, I don't know if that means anything to you or not, but um, the YWAM has, is just an epic family, too, and we go to other YWAM bases around the world. It just There's just a certain feeling you get, just a, a family, and you guys just feel like that. I always forget you're not all YWAMers, so it's so funny. Has anyone in here done DTS before or done YWAM a little bit? I know Brianna and a couple others. Okay, yeah. Cool. Wow. But nobody else. Okay. Guys, you got to do DTS. It is amazing. Uh, what could beat six months following God, just chasing after God in Hawaii, like doing nothing else but worshiping Jesus every day in Hawaii? It's the best. So if you ever wake up one morning, and you're just like, man, I just need six months in Hawaii to worship Jesus. Find me on Facebook. And I'll tell you exactly what to do and you'll get over there. Um, but yeah, God is doing so much in missions, guys. Um, it's crazy. Like, I don't know. I, I mean, Summit is so missional. You guys talk about missions all the time, which is great. So healthy. Church has to do that, by the way. If you ever go to a church that doesn't talk about missions or doesn't, like, I don't know. It's not good. Like, a church has to be outward focused to be healthy. We, we get unhealthy if we're insular, if we look inside too much, right? It's because we're supposed to be looking outward towards Jesus and serving other people. That's what we're called to do. So I love that Summit does that, and that's why this church is so great. Um, anyway, yeah, if you ever want to do DTS or missions, it's it's the best. It's so much fun. I wish everyone did it before college or right after high school or sometime in life. Maybe once you're married, it'd be fun with a spouse too. Um, you can meet your spouse there too like I did. Um, <laughs> yeah, a lot of people do that. My wife and I met in our DTS, fell in love in Rwanda, and um, now we have two kids, and we're here. And anyway... That was 10 years ago, so it's been a while. Anyway, okay. Well, guys, um, Taylor was just talking to me like yesterday about coming in here, and I just prayed for you guys a little bit, and I was just like, man, I'd love to be with you guys. And 
I didn't, I did not want to just come and be like another podcast or something or just more knowledge or talking. Like for me, being in any church service really or any gathering like this when there's just people on fire for the Lord, like the priority for me is always like to be encountered by God and to actually walk out with a fresh word of the Lord with, with knowing something more about him, like in a deeper way than just knowledge. Right. Um, cause you guys can listen to any speaker, any podcast or anything. And, um, but you can't necessarily like when you're, when you're, you know, when two or more are gathered, like the presence of God is there and you guys are here right now. So let's just get messed up experiencing God. And like we already were and just experience more of him tonight. That's really what I wanted to do. Um, so, um, I was just praying and Taylor told me you guys are going through a series about basically just, um, uh, living a living a new life in Christ is that what it's titled or did I butcher that a new life in Christ right that's what we're all doing like living for Jesus as a new creation um, and for my wife and I over the last ten years when we've been in ministry um, you know there's been so many ups and downs like you never know what's going to happen especially when you're leading things or when you're just in relationships, just doing whatever, like there's just so many things that can happen and you just really need Jesus at the core of your walk because we are not slaves to fear anymore, right? Like we were just singing, but what do you do when fear actually comes in? Like, what do you do when you are afraid? What do you do when there's not an epic worship team in front of you and 10 people praying for you and you're still afraid, right? Like, what do you do? You go to Jesus and you have to know how to do that and you have to be able to stir yourself up and you have to be able to catch the fire of God and experience God, hear words of the Lord on your own without your pastor, without the epic worship team. And um, that's what it really is about in, in walking in this new life with Christ. And one of the ways of doing that is obviously reading the Bible, right? Can I get an amen? Like reading the Bible is like healthy, right? Really good. Um, I wanted to tie in a little bit with what D- Pastor Daniel said this weekend. I just loved that for any of you guys who are here about, he was just saying like, Reading the Bible is like opening our sails, you know, for a sailboat and like God like breathes into it and like fills our sails so that we can keep going. Like, man, that's so true. <laughs> like, I was like, man, that was a really good metaphor. That is like so good. Next time I read the Bible or before I pray, I just want to be like, God, fill my sails, Jesus. Like with your breath, God, fill my sails so I can keep going. Um, and that's kind of what I wanted to do tonight. Um, one thing that as my my wife and I have been in ministry for a while and learned um, and started walking in is just um, in reading the Bible, not just reading the Bible to read the Bible, right? Like I think there's Bible study, there's a place for that, and that is really good. But there's also a place for being encouraged by reading the Bible and actually like gaining revelation and being touched by God just by reading the Word, right? Because it is really living. If we really believe what it says, then we believe that it's really living, that we can gain something new every single time, and that the Holy Spirit is actually able to speak to our hearts about our situation, our circumstance. Even though it was written 2,000 years ago, it can still speak to us today, and God can encounter us through it, right? One of the other ways that I think is really powerful in doing that is actually praying the Word over ourselves, right? Um, I think it's in Ephesians 5, maybe I'm getting that wrong, but it says, husbands, uh, wash your wives in the word. And you're supposed to pray the word over your wives, over your spouse. You're supposed to pray the word over yourselves. And I think that's super healthy and powerful. And I find myself often, at least in the season of life I'm in right now, 
I can't really go more than like a verse or two in without reading something. I'm just like, oh, God, yes, Lord, Jesus, I love you. Like, take away my anger or God, forgive me or God, make, you know, whatever I'm reading, I'll end up like praying that over my life and over myself. And there's just something powerful in that. I know this is so simple. And why when we're all about like simple teachings, like the simple gospel changed the nations, right? Like there's no need to be like super, you know, crazy intellectual or religious. Like Jesus was a simple man that just walked around and loved people and encountered them, right? And uh, so we're all about that. And um, I just wanted to experience Jesus in a simple way tonight so that you guys can even just walk out of here. And no matter what you're going through, no matter, you know, how scary your finals are or whatever, you could just open the word and just pray real scripture over your life and be encouraged and stirred up. Complacency can be gone. Any fear can be gone. Like just by yourself in a room with the Bible and reading and praying it over your life. So that's what I want to do tonight. Um, like what I want to do tonight is literally read Colossians 3, um, which is actually, um, ti- oh, the title's not on there. It's actually titled um, Living as Those Made Alive in Christ, which is what the series title is, which is great. At least in the NIV, that's what it says. So guys, do you have your Bible or on your phone? Uh, that'd be great. No shame in pulling up a Bible on your phone, by the way. That's kind of all I do these days <laughs> with kids. If I have a Bible around, they're going to rip it to shreds in like five seconds. <laughs> or it's just going to be in water or like I'm going to lose it. So <laughs> this is like the only way, uh, at least when I'm on the go or whatever. Um, I actually, this isn't my phone. This is Dominic's phone. I had to borrow it because I had to give it to my wife because she needed to be able to get home tonight. Her phone was dead. So anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, what I wanted to do, guys, is literally... I want it to be interactive. I want you guys to be able to read this. And we're going to, I'm really practical. And like I said, like, I love it when we can actually encounter Jesus right now together and not just like at home when I'm like thinking about like what someone said at church or something, but actually here, like this is the priesthood of all believers. You guys are part of the priesthood of the body of Christ. And you, all you need is to pray for the person next to you for God to blow them up. You don't need some holy, crazy pastor or anything like that. Like Jesus is inside you. The Holy Spirit is inside of you. And he can pull you out of anything. And he can also inspire you to anything. And um, yeah, I just really wanted that to be known and, and, and for God to encounter us tonight. Um, in Wyoming, we do a lot of standing up and repenting and standing on our chairs and repenting and just yelling and repenting or anything, right? Um, but yeah, I want it to be interactive. So can you guys do that with me? Can you guys really engage? <laughs> can you guys, uh, you're not just going to sit there tonight, okay? Uh, let's do some work in the spirit, all right? Let's actually encounter God. I don't really know all that I will say or God will do. I definitely don't know what God will do. Uh, I'm just hoping he'll do something. But I just really wanted it to be a night of encountering him through the word and through reading this, okay? That's it. Um, so, uh, I had said, I had hoped that we could have some instrumentals. I'm not, I don't know who I'm looking at. There's no one back there. David's right there. Um, it's kind of fun when there's music playing in the background, when you're reading epic stuff, right? (laughs) Kind of just helps. And so I wanted to just play some music while we're just reading this and praying. We're going to really pray guys. And, And when we're praying, I want you to be really praying about the details of your life. Okay. Not just some religious thing or not just like because 
you're in church, but actually like thinking through and, and, and the things that you're going through, things your family is going through, the things you're believing for in the nations right now. I don't know if there's any nations that just God's really broken your heart for, but pray for them. Read this word over them. Um, pray the word over them. Um, yeah, all of the above. It's just I want, I want God to be able to encounter you in wherever you're at. So why don't we stand up? And I just want to start with prayer at this. Is this okay, guys? <laughs> I know this is not normal. <laughs> I know this is not. I've actually never done this before with like, I don't know, big, a big-ish group like this or a group like this. Uh, but this is just, I don't know, it's just living the Christian life. We just need the word so badly, guys. So badly. I'm so prone to just stupid stuff, right? Like, just so prone to like wasting time on YouTube. And I don't want to do that anymore. I want us all to be in the word, right? We all need to do that. So let's just pray. If you want to have your hands out, go ahead. Um, but Jesus, we just ask that you would fill our sails tonight, God, that you're through the word that you would speak to us, that you would, um, yeah, fill our sails so that we can move with you, Jesus, through life, that we can move with you through what we're in right now, that we can move through uh, what you're going to speak to us, God, into the new things, God, not just the next thing in our life, but the new thing, Jesus. We want to go to the new thing that you have for us, God, not just the next logical step, God. Oh, man, I hate the next logical step, Jesus. I want the Jesus step. I want the next thing that you're calling me to, God. I don't want the next logical step. The next logical step is so based in my own thinking. I don't want that, Jesus. I really want your thinking. I want your heart. I want your mindset, God. As we're praying, guys, and reading different things, just say amen. Like, I don't want to get discouraged up here. <laughs> it's good when you say amen. It's good when we, like, in the spirit, there's agreement together, right? We need to agree together. Where two or more are gathered, the presence of God is there, and it's part of agreeing together. There's a power in unity. There's a power in us actually agreeing together for what God is saying over our lives and over this church and over the nations. And if we're just quiet, then it doesn't, it's not as powerful, right? Creation was spoken into existence. There's power. There's actually, your words actually create in the spirit. If we're just like God, if we have his DNA, then our words actually also contain power, right? They contain power to create and destroy. Yeah. So we want to agree with things. We want to agree in spoken language with what God is saying. Why don't you just in your own words, just pray right now and just ask God to fill you up. Just ask God to fill you up while we're reading the word. Just however you want to. Yeah, Jesus, just fill us up, God. Yes, Lord, we love you, Jesus. Okay. Guys, I don't have any set way I'm going to do this. I'm just going to read. And when there's something I just feel like we should pray over ourselves, like, or, or something we should maybe do or repent for, whatever, I just want to lead us in that. But feel free to pray however you want to or whatever. If you want to sit down now, you totally can. If you want to walk around the room, you totally can. If you want to stand, you totally can. It's not bad to sit or walk. Often in our prayer room, we'll do what we call worship in the word sets, where we're just reading the word over the nations and worshiping in and out of worship and, and reading the word simultaneously. We're walking around the room and praying for the nations. We're praying for North Korea to be unified with South Korea. We're praying for Muslims to have visions of Jesus. Yeah. Okay, so Colossians 3. <clears throat> yeah, no, seriously, if you want to sit there and move around, feel free to do whatever you need to do. 
Since then, you have been raised with Christ. Yeah, Jesus, you're so good. You raised us from the dead, God. You actually raised us up out of our sins, Jesus. Yes, Lord, we've been raised in Christ, God. Yes, Lord, everyone in this room has been raised as a son and daughter of the living God. Yes, Lord, we love you so much. Since then you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Let's just, like I said, we're just going to repent a bunch or do whatever. Guys, repentance is so healthy, and it's not, it doesn't have to be weird or crazy. It's just normal. Like, we just, we need to repent often. It's just normal. It's access to God. It's free access to Jesus. So let's just repent in anything, like, that you feel like maybe in any way you've not set your heart on things above, like this says. God, I repent for any way I've not set my heart on things above, Jesus. Yes, Lord, I want to set my heart on things above. I want to set my heart on the things of you, Jesus. I want to set my heart on where you are in heaven, God. Yes, Lord. God, we just repent for any way we've not set our heart on things above, God. Yes, Lord, we just want our hearts to be focused on you, Jesus. Just pray that over yourself in your own words. Just say in whatever way you want. Just somehow, just Jesus, I just ask that you would help me set my heart on things above. Yes, Lord. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Lord, we love you, God. Yes, Lord. Guys, this is where the rubber meets the road on not being a slave to fear, by the way. (laughs) When your heart is set on things above in heaven, then there's nothing on earth that can get you just so (laughs) riled up or upset or fearful. Yeah, Jesus, we just set our hearts on things above God. Set your, the next verse in verse, man, we're only in verse two. This is great. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. Yes, Lord, we prayed for our hearts and we pray for our minds, God. Lord, set our minds on things above, Jesus. Let us think of the things that are of you, God. Yes, Lord, let us think of things that are of you, Jesus. Yeah, fear is not of you, God. Anxiety is not of you, God. Anger is not of you, God. Insecurity is not of you, God. Yeah, just again, repent for any way that you've not set your mind on things above. That you've maybe let your mind wander or think of things that are just not of Jesus. Could be anything. Doesn't necessarily, it's not necessarily sin. I don't want you guys to feel that. We're not repenting for necessarily sin. We're, we're just repenting for not actually just thinking of Jesus in all circumstances or in all categories. Like this word says, we need to set our mind on things above. Yes, Lord, we just set our mind on things above, Jesus. Verse 3, for you died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. 
Yes. That's a big amen, guys. That's a big one. You literally died to sin. You've died to yourself, and God's hidden you in himself. He's tucked you away from the earth or away from where the enemy can get you or away from where right thing, the moth comes and destroys and, and things can spoil. He's hidden you away in himself because he loves you so much. Yes, Jesus, we just agree with that. Again, guys, as I'm talking, you can be praying or whatever. You can listen, pray, listen, pray, worship, listen, pray. Whatever you're feeling, just stay on the verses, though, and be praying the verses. Yes, God, I just agree with that, Jesus, that I'm hidden in Christ. Lord, I'm hidden with you, God. When Christ, who, when Christ, who is your life, appears then you also will appear with him in glory. Yes, Jesus. Yes, God. You are our life, Jesus. Lord, I just repent for any way I've let fear of finances or failure or anything come in my life when there's no reason to because I will appear with, in glory with you, Jesus, when you come back. When you appear, Jesus, none of that's going to matter anymore. I'm going to be in glory with you, God. I just repent for making that stuff such a big deal. Yes, Lord, I just repent for making that stuff such a big deal. What's a big deal is that I'm hidden in you and I will appear in glory, God, when you appear. Put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, Sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is idolatry. Because of these things, the wrath of God is coming. Yeah, God, we just repent for that list of things, God. Yes, Lord, don't let us be known for being greedy, God. Don't let the Church of America be known for being greedy in any way, God. Lord, would you please break our hearts for the nations, God, and, and, and use us to pour out on other people all over San Diego, all over the nations. Yes, God. We just, we just really want to give of ourselves, God. We want to give, Lord. Yeah, I don't know. That greed one just really stuck out to me with it. Yeah, Jesus, don't let us be greedy. God, I just pray for an anointing on everyone in the room to be able to move in the opposite spirit. The opposite spirit of greed is generosity, right? God, I just pray for a spirit of generosity across the room, Jesus. Spirit of generosity in all of us, God, that we would give of our time, we'd give of ourselves, we'd give of our money, we'd give of our, our energy, our <laughs> our. We, we allow ourselves to be inconvenienced for other people, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Verse 7, you used to walk in these ways in the life you once lived, but now you must also rid yourselves of all such things as these, anger, rage, malice, slander, and filthy language from your lips. Yeah, it's a good one. This is a good list to repent for, right? <laughs> so good. Just repent for whatever you need to. It's okay. It's so normal. 
the world and even sometimes in the church just wants to make repentance such a like religious, horrible, like guilty thing. And it's so not about guilt or shame. It's just so about like us coming into alignment with Jesus and just agreeing with him who he says we actually are. Yeah, Lord, we just repent for in any way, Lord. We've let anger or rage or malice or slander or filthy language come from our lips, God. Yeah, Lord, we just repent for anger, Jesus. Would you just give us hearts of joy and peace, God? Just pray that we'd all be bringers of peace in San Diego, God. Bringers of peace in San Marcos, Jesus. Bringers of peace in the nations, God. If there's a specific one you're really feeling or God's just like really poking at you or touching you with, just spend time on that. It's okay. You don't have to move on with us, but just don't move on until you feel like, yeah, you've been able to repent for any of those that you need to. How are you guys feeling? Feeling okay? Yes, Lord. I just pray that you would anoint our lips, Jesus, to only bless God. Anoint our lips to bless the people around us. Anoint our lips to bless the nations. Anoint our lips to bless our parents. Anoint our lips to bless our siblings and our friends. Anoint our lips to bless... Muslims and non-Christians and people that annoy us, God, would you anoint our lips to bless them, Jesus? I just pray that you would just block my mouth, God, from being able to gossip or lie or slander in any way, Jesus. Lord, I just give you permission to just lock my lips, God, uh, before anything I could say, God, that would come out and destroy somebody else or myself or you or anything, God, that's not of you, Jesus. Yeah, Lord, anoint our lips to bless, God. Verse 9, do not lie to each other since you have taken off your old self with its practices. Do not lie to each other since you have taken off your old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge and the image of its creator. Yeah, God, would you just renew us, God? Lord, I just pray for fresh revelation from the knowledge, God, of of you, our creator, Jesus. I just pray for fresh revelation to move over us, God. Just fresh revelation of who you are, God. Yes, Lord, just fresh revelation, Jesus.
Here there is no Gentile or Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave or free, but Christ is all and is in all. Yes, Lord. Jesus, you love all people. You love all nations, God. Hmm. Yeah, let's just, guys, I just like, I don't know how, I'm a missionary, so like I'm always thinking, talking about the nations. But I think it's so healthy for us to all have a nation, all have a people, somebody that's a country that we're praying for, that we're contending for, that when we read the news of something bad happening there, that our heart is really broken for. Like, I cannot read a news story about Syria, like, the last couple years without, like, tearing up almost every time. Like, when there's another bomb, when there's another gas thing that happens or something like my heart is just so broken for Syria that nation just needs Jesus so badly so what I want you to do right now is just ask God to break your heart for a nation let's even say just outside of America just that God would break your heart for a nation outside of America that when you see it in the news when you when you read the word when you're worshiping when you're when you're just praying by yourself or interceding that you would you give God permission to, to speak to your heart about that country and that you would pray the promises of God over that nation, that you would even figure out how to get there one day and pray for people and lead them to Jesus. Yeah, just ask God to break your heart for a nation. It can be any nation. Is there maybe one or two people that want to pray out something you're feeling for a nation? Could be anything. Could be just declaring that Christ is in that place. Could be anything. Can we just get, is there somebody that would just pray out for a nation that their heart's broken for? Yeah, God, we just thank you for Canada, Father. We thank you for the nation of Canada, Lord, and we lift them up to you right now, Jesus. God, we just pray for restitution in Canada, Lord. I don't know. I just got the word restitution for Canada, God. We just declare that over them, God. We thank you for what was lost, Lord, or, or any just Christianity or, or the faith or, or your spirit, or just restitution over Canada, Lord, in Jesus' name. God, we thank you, God, for what you're doing in Canada, God. We thank you for, for your your spirit, God, and your power moving in that nation, God. We thank you for new churches being planted, Lord. I declare that over Canada in Jesus' name. I declare, I declare baptisms, God. I declare fresh baptisms in Jesus' name. That was awesome. Let's just do a couple lines, but that was epic. Joel was getting into it, guys. His heart's broken for Canada. That's what it looks like. That's what it looks like. Let's just keep it to one line or two, but that was great. Yeah, Lord, just uh, thank you for being the father to all children in India, Lord. Like every child, Lord, that got their childhood stolen from them, any teenager or adult even, Lord, that had their life and childhood stolen from 
just human trafficking, Lord, from people that aren't their fathers and aren't their mothers, Lord. We just come against that, and we thank you for your restoration in their lives and that you're moving in within India itself, all those that are called there too, Lord. We just bless them and just thank you for your anointing over that and being their father, Lord, and knowing just they know without a doubt that when they hear your name that that's their true dad. And so we thank you for that. Yeah, God, we just thank you for Mozambique, and we just thank you, God, for just the healing that you're doing in that nation with the cyclone and the multiple cyclones and the and the outbreak of uh, multiple diseases. God, we thank you for supernatural healing to sweep that nation in Jesus' name. God, that they would just come running to you, God, that you would meet them exactly where they're at. God, we thank you even just for the breaking off of witchcraft, that they would realize that that's not the answer, God, and that the healing comes from you, not from witch doctors. And so we thank you, Jesus, for the breakthrough. We Thank you, God, for supernatural encounters, for your angels just landing all over that nation and ministering to the people, God. So we just thank you for healing and breakthrough in Mozambique. Amen. So good. Yeah, Lord, we just right now, we call back the spirit of revival over North Korea, God, over the Pyongyang revival of 1907. We say, come back right now in Jesus' name. God, we ask that in our day and in our time, we would see the nations merge into one people again. God, as Korea sends out more missionaries than almost any nation, God, we ask that that blessing would fall upon North Korea, that we would see the gates open and the nation be revived and come back to you in our lifetime. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So good. Guys, if you, if you feel like the Lord's speaking to you about a specific nation right now, I want you to really write it down on your phone, okay? I want you to make whatever sort of agreement you need to with the God or whatever you want to do, but pray for that nation all the time, all right? Pray for the nation daily. I think it's so healthy, and it's what we're called to as believers, the priesthood of all believers, which is us. We're called to pray for the nations. We're called to intercede for God to move. Yeah, so just... If you didn't feel a nation now, it's okay, but keep asking the Lord daily for a nation that will break your heart, and then ask Him when you're supposed to go. Ask Him when you're supposed to go there and actually minister and pray for people and just be in that place so that you can really be the answer to your own prayers, all right? You can really go and really be God's hands and feet in the nation that you've been praying for. Can we just say this all this line all together from the from the verse here that Christ is in all and, sorry, Christ is all and is in all. Christ is all and is in all. Yes, Jesus, we believe that you are in all nations, Jesus. There's no nation too hard, God. You know, for God, there's no hardest and darkest place, right? For Jesus, there's no hardest and darkest nation, doesn't matter if they have a Muslim symbol, Islamic symbol on their flag or, or they just <laughs> purely like cut God out. It doesn't matter. He's there. Yes, Jesus, we believe that you are in all nations, God. Okay, verse 12. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothed yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Man, that's a good one. Okay, I'm talking to all of us in here. I'm talking to myself too. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Yes, Lord. Guys, there is power in meekness. That's like the definition of meekness right there. 
Jesus was a, was walked in meekness, and meekness is what brought the nations to him, is what brought people to him. Maybe just pick one of those words, those five things, compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, patience. Just pick one of those and just pray that over yourself, that God would make you compassionate. He'd make you, he'd, he'd anoint you with patience. That he'd humble you or break your heart for humility. Just pick one of those and just pray it over yourself, however you feel like you need to. Verse 13, bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. Yeah, God, we disagree that it's part of the Christian life to extend forgiveness, God, to every single person, Jesus, just like you have, God. Jesus, you extend forgiveness to every person on earth. I just pray you would anoint us to extend, to easily and quickly extend forgiveness to those around us, God, or to anyone that's hurt us or offended us. God, I just pray for an anointing over everyone in the room for, to have an unoffendable heart, God. We just pray for an anointing of an unoffendable heart, Jesus. Verse 14, and over all these virtues put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Yes, God, let us be loving people, Jesus. Let us have love, God. Yes, Lord. You know, the greatest person that ever walked in love, or maybe the person that walked in the greatest love on this whole earth was Jesus, right? I just want to point out that he was a man, and I just want to say that every man in this room can be known for walking out in love and in compassion. That actually being a loving man and a compassionate man is actually identifying with Jesus. Sorry, I'm hitting the guys for a second. But if you don't identify yourself as a compassionate man, then I would go, to, go so far as to say that you don't identify with Jesus. We've got to be men of compassion. Compassionate, this is something we hit in our school and our ministry, in our Compassion of Blaze track in, our, in Kona. Compassion is not meant to be a feminine thing. It's not just for girls. <laughs> this is such a lie. We are supposed to be men of compassion, men and women of compassion. Jesus was the most compassionate man that ever walked on the planet. And if we want to be more like Jesus than men, we need to be known as compassionate Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you are called to peace and be thankful. Yes, God, would you just bring a peace over us, God? Let the peace of Christ rule in our hearts, God. Let the peace of Christ rule in our hearts, Jesus. Yes, Lord, let the peace of Christ rule in our hearts, God. I just pray you would bring peace over this whole room, Jesus. Yeah, we just pray against anxiety, God. Let there be no more anxiety. Let there be peace of Christ. Let the peace, the peace of Christ, guys, is so much better than anxiety. Just let that thing go. Like the peace of Christ, let it rule your heart. Let the peace of Christ rule your heart. 
And God, I just pray for anointing of thankfulness, Jesus. I just pray that we would be thankful, God. We live in beautiful San Diego and a beautiful nation. God, thank you for everything you've given us. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. Guys, if you're ever feeling down or depressed or fearful or whatever, the best way to get out of it is worship and serving other people. Being thankful for other people, being thankful for things in your life, being thankful for God, that will get you out of anything. When my wife went through a whole lot after our, our daughter was born, um, like post-traumatic stress and all that, we went to Mexico for a month and just served there, and that just broke depression like no other. I think there's no amount of counseling. There's no amount of, you know, like insular like moments just asking God to break, you know, to, to, to bring something else. Like if we just serve people around us, like it'll break anxiety, it'll break depression, it'll break insecurity. If you're feeling lost or, or locked in those things, find someone that needs Jesus or find someone that's, that has less than you and just serve them and it will be broken. There's just something about it. It's the upside-down kingdom, guys. <laughs> We're so tempted to think more about our problems or think more about our, what's making us anxious, and it's not that at all. It's serving other people. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Okay, we're going to sprint to the end here. Wives, submit yourselves to your husbands as is fitting to the, in the Lord. Husbands, love your wives and do not be harsh with them. Children, obey your parents in everything, for this pleases the Lord. Fathers, do not embitter your children, or they will become discouraged. Slaves, obey your earthly masters in everything and do it not only when their eye is on you uh, and to curry their favor, but with sincerity of heart and reverence for the Lord. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. That's a good one, guys. Whether you're in college or in a job or whatever, like whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord not for human masters. You're studying for those finals, not for human masters. You're doing it for the Lord. You're bettering yourself for Jesus to use you greatly in the nations or in the spheres of society or in the church. Since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord, sorry, I'm going to read that all together. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord and not for human masters since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward. Yes, Jesus, we just dedicate everything we put our time to and our effort to in, to you, Jesus. We dedicate it all to you, God. We dedicate it all to you, Jesus. Yes, Lord, we dedicate all our all our hard work, all our sweat, all our tears, all our all our effort, God. All the all the stress that might cause us, God. We just do it for you, Jesus. Yeah, we just work at it with all, we, I just ask God that we would have a grace on us to work at these things with all our heart, Jesus, that we wouldn't be half-hearted in anything.
I'm going to read it all one more time because there's another part here. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters, since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward. It is the Lord Christ you are serving. Anyone who does wrong will be repaid for their wrongs, and there is no favoritism. That's end verse there. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to close. Ooh, sorry, that was a sprint to the end. Jesus is really like in here. This is so great. I just love God so much. Yeah, Jesus, I just pray Colossians 3 over all of us, God. Everything that was spoken in that, Jesus, we just pray that over our lives. We pray that over our hearts. God, would we just be Colossians 3 Christians, Jesus, and walking in patience and gentleness and compassion and humility, God. Yeah, Lord, would you rid us of all those things that are not of you, Jesus. Yeah, Lord, we love you so much, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. <clears throat> Thank you, Jesus. Just just don't unplug for a second, guys. Just stay still. Holy Spirit, right now, come. Come, come. Oh, God. Father, we repent for clinging on to information rather than revelation and impartation. God, we and I'm so guilty even of, of even just preaching facts and preaching knowledge, God, rather than just taking a moment to encounter you and get a deep revelation in our hearts, God. God, would we never just look at a verse and just move on and say, that's a cool nugget. Would we pause and pray it out until we get it in our heart? Would we not move on until we get it in our heart, God? We want so much more than just another sermon on the podcast. We want so much more, God, than just another fiery word. God, we want transformation in our lives. We want to be different, God. As we're doing this series called New Life, about, about living new lives, like do it in us. We don't want knowledge on how to have a new life. We want to actually have new lives. Like we want to be different, God. We want to be different, God. We want to be transformed. We want to look different. We don't want to walk in the old insecurities or the things of the flesh or the things of this world. God, we want the new. We want the new. Do it in us, God. Create a hunger inside of us for more. For newness. I ask that this would become a new way we, we read the Bible, God. That we'd stop and pray. That we'd commune with your spirit. We'd wait that we just pray real raw things to you, God. That we would linger a little longer and not be so quick to unplug. Would you break up the structure in our life there, the box we placed you in? Break it. Break it, God.
we're so sorry. You gave us relationship and we've turned it into religion, God. And we're so sorry. Break it. Break it. I ask for just a refreshing right now to fill every person in this room. Refresh us with your spirit. Baptize us fresh, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Refresh us right now. Come all who are weary. We'll give you rest. Fill us right now. Supernatural rest, God. We don't need more advice, God. We need more of your presence. Right now, come. Do in a moment what usually takes a lifetime, God. Do what only you can do. Come. I just see different hearts breaking even in the room. And I thank you, God, for a fresh brokenness. A fresh brokenness. That you take the hearts of stone and you turn them to hearts of flesh, God. Oh, how we love you. Oh, how we adore you. We're just waiting a little longer. I just really don't want to unplug from this. 
And so it's nine. If anyone needs to go, no worries. You can get going. But for anyone who wants to just stay and linger a little bit longer, you're welcome to. Just stay a little longer. Those of you to go, though, we love you. And we'll see you next week, okay? And uh, if you want to have a conversation, go out into the lobby. Let's keep this. There's something holy and beautiful happening right here, right now. And let's just keep it that way for a little while longer. Thank you for listening to the Crux Podcast Sermon of the Week. Be sure to visit summitsanmarcos.com for other exciting content from Summit Church.